The Secret Church Podcast is a resource from Radical.net. For The Secret Church 18 study guide and other resources that go along with this audio, visit Radical.net slash SC18. This is Secret Church 18, Episode 9. All that leads to conclusion. Recap the night. One true gospel, one true God. The real bill, we looked at five counterfeit bills. Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses, Catholicism, the prosperity gospel, theological liberalism. So what do we do now? And as I was praying about where to land tonight, these two verses came to my mind. First Corinthians chapter four, verse one and two. Paul speaking about himself and Apollos as church planners and missionaries. And he says, this is how one should regard us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. So servant of Christ, the word there refers to the under rower in a boat. Like picture the lowest galley of slaves on a boat. Their only job is to do whatever the captain of the ship says to do. This is who we are. We're under rowers. Like we belong to Christ and we're stewards of the gospel, stewards of the mysteries of God. He has entrusted to us a gift. So what is required of us? It is required of you that you be found not smart, not cool, not creative or innovative, not fashionable or likable, not rich or famous, not successful or admirable. None of these things. It is required of you that you be found faithful with this gospel. And that's what I want to exhort you. If we're going to be faithful with this gospel, let's believe it in our lives. Let's believe this gospel in our lives. We have been saved by God's staggering grace for God's supreme glory. So let's believe the one true gospel of the one true God in our lives. Let's live it out. And then two, let's guard the gospel in our churches. Pastors, church leaders, church members, if you're not a member of a church, Christian, become a member of a church. I'm preaching on that a couple weeks from now. Whole other sermon. But in your church, whatever capacity you serve, guard this gospel. Follow the pattern of the sound words you've heard from me and the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Guard the good deposit entrusted to you. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty the seed according to human tradition, not according to Christ. Guard this gospel, believing the gospel doctrine is indeed worth the defense of our lives. It's worth it. Your life will not be spent in vain when it's spent believing the gospel, applying it in your life, guarding in the church, and then let's spread this gospel in the world. Let's give our lives spreading this gospel in the world. Go with me real quick to Brazil. I've mentioned it a couple times. Uh, so Brazil, uh, uh, well, <laughs> just think, uh, all right, so Amazon, uh, there's a reason not a lot of people live in the Amazon, I discovered. Um, so there's a, there's a variety of creatures in the Amazon that are not particularly kind to uh, uh, our kind. And uh, you, 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 you get on that river, you go down the river, you go off some tributaries into this very remote area. We pick up a couple of guides from a tribe there. And uh, we, you walk into this canopy of trees and there's immediately a swarm of creatures that are ready to greet you and eat you. And, uh, and they're just, they're just bugs that you never even knew existed before. And you can spray, uh, you don't do off. I found out off is like 2% DEET. So off, I found 100% DEET and I sprayed that on me. These guys eat deep for breakfast. It doesn't matter. They find a way through you, and they start eating you. And our guides could tell we were a little bothered by this. And uh, so they were like, oh, don't worry, guys. Like, the, the most dangerous animal, animals here in the Amazon uh, are asleep while we're hiking during the day, like the jaguars and the snakes. And 
which was comforting during the day, um, but then it hits you like, oh, wait a second. So the most dangerous animals uh, come out at night when you are least conscious. Okay, so it comes nighttime, which you are now no longer looking forward to. You, you get in a, uh, a hammock because you don't want to sleep on the ground in the Amazon. So you're in this hammock, you dive between two trees, you crawl in the hammock, and you've got this uh, mosquito net over you. And so uh, you kind of let the mosquito net come behind you and just cinch it behind your head. And you're laying there, it's totally dark, and you can't see your face in front of you, your hand in front of your face. Uh, you can hear things, you can hear all kinds of things. <laughs> Amazon comes alive at night, and, uh, and it hits you. Like, I, I'm thankful for this mosquito net. Like, it's protecting me from all these bugs, but it will do nothing when the jaguar comes my way. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sanctifying experience to go to sleep in the Amazon, and you're just praying in dependence on the Lord, which you should all the time, but you feel your dependence in a fresh way as you're just, Lord, I'd love to wake up in the morning. <laughs> and so you, you fall asleep, and you wake up, you're like, oh, <laughs> Thank you, Lord. And so, so this was the routine in the Amazon. Well, at night, we would sit around with these guides. And uh, that first night, they shared with us some stories uh, about their like tribes and just stories from their history. It was very fascinating. And they said, do you have anything you would share? So we shared some stories. Like I shared that night, Mark 4 and 5. Uh, I talked about how the God, the God who created the world, came to us in Jesus and uh, Jesus, I just told her, there's like back to back to back to back stories in Mark 4 and 5. Jesus has power over demons. Jesus has power over nature. Jesus has power over disease. And Jesus has power over death. And I'm telling these stories. And these guys, they're just guys. And they said, we've never heard these stories before. Would you mind if we go back to our tribes and tell these stories? Uh, no, we don't mind. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so they would... Uh, so they would just listen. One of the guys, one night, uh, we do this every night. One of the guys said, when you tell these stories about Jesus, it's like there's something in my heart. Just my, my heart was just kind of is leaping. It's like, wow. And so the last night, we, we walked through the gospel one more time, said, do you have any questions? And another guy said, uh, my, my heart, when I hear these stories about God and how we've sinned against God, my heart just feels very dirty. And is there a way for that to be clean? And so, well, yes, there is. And so to share the God, I, I want you to get a picture. These are two guys. They represent about 2 billion people who have never even heard this true gospel we've talked about tonight. And nobody's ever told them. That, that can't be tolerable for us. This gospel's too good. We... we We've gotten things through in our lives, in our families, in our churches, how to get this gospel to people who've never heard it. And in a world where they've been sold all kinds of things that are, that are sold about Christ that are not true. So, and we got to get there because this gospel's good. So going out to the south part of Brazil, so Sao Paulo, we go to this one part of Sao Paulo, massive city, uh, this urban jungle, and uh, there's an area uh, called Crackalangia. So Crackalangia, it stands for crackland. Basically what they've done, what the government has done, is taken uh, a couple of blocks, a couple of city blocks, and just uh, basically quarantined people in those city blocks who were strung out on crack. And they kind of contain them there. So you, you, they have police on the outside, so you, you can only get in if you're strung out on crack. That's where they'll bring you, and you can't get out as long as you're strung on crack. So... Uh, just imagine walking through like a city square and everywhere you look, people of all ages, they're just totally strung out on crack. It's one of the most 
oppressive, depressing pictures ever seen. But so uh, uh, these Baptist brothers and sisters on the outside of Crackalandia have set up Christalandia and uh, the land of Christ. And so what happens is they do a breakfast every morning for uh, people who are in Crackland to come. And so they come and at the breakfast, before the breakfast is served, they preach the gospel. So I stand up and preach the gospel and say, uh, Christ is better. Like, trust in Christ and he'll give you new life. Like, who wants new life? And a few people start coming forward. And, uh, and so we talk with them and they begin a rehab process in the coming days. And uh, over months, course of many months, they go through this rehab process. Now, a few days after I was there in Crastalangia, on the board of Crackalangia, I'm at a conference where I'm preaching, and the people who led worship one night were people who had who'd gone through that rehab process, and they were leading worship. And I just want to show you. It's a quick video. It's not well made. It's just on my phone. Uh, but I just want to show you a picture. When you watch this quick video, every person you see up here was, just months before this, totally strung out on crack. Watch this with me. This, this gospel is good. The one true gospel of the one true God is good. This gospel is powerful. It has power to break down barriers. It has power to save any person from any cult, any person's believing, any counterfeit gospel. So let's give our lives proclaiming it. Like, let's obey Jesus' command. The need is urgent and the time is now. Do not say, there are four months more, then comes the harvest. Open your eyes. The fields are white for harvest. Millions, billions of people need to hear this good news. We don't have a lot of time. You don't have a lot of time. I don't have a lot of time. What's your life? You're a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. So don't waste your life. Give your life. Spend your life making the one true gospel, the one true God known to the ends of the earth and anticipation of the day when you and I will stand before him. And what is our desire on that day? That he will look and say, well done, good and smart, creative, popular, financially successful. No, well done, good and faithful servant. May it be so. Thank you for listening. You can find more episodes from Secret Church and thousands of other free resources at Radical.net.